Yes. Hello, bonjour, and wagwan, everybody. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the DNA Airwaves. My name is Dariki. I'm here with Anthony. How you Thank doing, you. my brother? I'm good, man. Whoa. I know, it's because you're like, like the, my name is. Like, yeah. How's it going, Dariki? Nice to meet you. How you doing, man? Okay. I'm okay. Grateful good, to be alive, brother. How I'm about you? good, man. Feeling much better. And, uh, yeah, I'm good. Ready for this... Yeah, this is your flu game, game. eh? Like Michael Jordan, sometimes you got to power through. I power through, man. I powered <laughs> through what I needed to, so I guess I did. But yeah, there was a lot of failure. Fair. Uh, failed attempts, I should say. But I'm here. I'm here, man. I'm happy. Mm. Good. We're glad that you're here. We're also here with musician Desiree D. Thank you for joining us today. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, guys. Welcome back. It's been a while. How long has it been Ooh, since you were on trivia. the show? It's got to have been years. Uh, well, this is my third time on the it's show. Damn, wow. homie. And you I think repeat. the last time that I was on here, I believe it was in 2022. So it's been a while. It's yeah. been a while. Yeah, wow. A lot, is, I'm sure, has changed since then. True. Um, mm. I don't even know where to start. Let's start in 2022. How was your 2022? <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Last time we started at the very beginning, so I well, guess that's a, a good place. Yeah, so let's uh, let's Fast continue forward. where we left off. <laughs> well, I mean, let's just say that 2022 was a hectic year. I mean, it was the first year that everything was open. Like, right, right, we true. outside, we yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Finally. And of I know, and everybody and their mom wanted to do something, right, whether that right, was true. an event, yep. everybody wanted to go on tour, everybody Including wanted to do Ricky. something, yeah, and yeah. of That's course, so true. yeah, and with that, you know, it was open season yeah, for musicians again, and I think that was probably the busiest year of my career to really? date. Wow, I, yeah. I believe it though. Because it was yeah. an explosion yeah. of just, yeah, everyone was just so excited to be back out. True. Yeah. But I mean, for me, I was in that era where I really wanted to focus on myself. But unfortunately, mm. that didn't mm. happen because oh, no. <laughs> I was pulled in so many different directions yeah. and everybody wanted to have me play for them. And right. I didn't do as many shows for myself in 2022 because I was pulled in so many directions. So, But those are necessary, too, to kind of just extend your branches and your network of people and just kind of exposure as well because now you're exposing yourself to their audience and some of them can tap in. So that's, that's amazing that you got that opportunity. And um, in 2022, I guess, it kind of killed live streams. Remember when live streams were kind of just like the, the, the big thing? I don't think anyone's done a live stream oh, since. <laughs> They have. Yeah, you probably yeah. just haven't heard much about that's it. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were outside. Uh, I guess that's above a certain yeah. age. Yeah. yeah. There's still, there's still an age group <laughs> in demo that does not believe in outside. But yeah, it's a whole other conversation. Um, but yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. It was good to be out, man. It's crazy how you mentioned the well, both of you, the live stream thing, like took this weird peak that nobody ever imagined it would, and we were all doing it yeah. successfully. Like we made things happen that. Some of it was, well, I mean, it was all out of just necessity, but some things like those live stream shows yeah. we were doing, I guess a lot of us were just doing variations of live this and that, but live virtual. So stepping back into real life right. in the real world, 
was it a shock at first? I don't, I'm trying to remember. Was it some people, I, I think for myself, um, the overwhelm of just being around a lot of people in a room at once at first was yeah. kind of like, yeah. and you're still yeah. terrified of that <laughs> yeah. sneeze, the sneeze or the cough. Is that still yeah. a thing? I don't oh, think don't it is. <laughs> I think at this point, I think people are used to it now. I think that, um, in 2021, because I did have some musical things in yeah. person, but yeah. there was still social distancing yeah, involved, right? right and we right, still had right. to wear masks Remember and that? whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think as 2022 went on, like even I was a bit nervous as well, too, uh, with the crowds, because I'm like, yeah, I haven't been around this much people in two years it's a lot yeah it was a, it was it was wanna... a little nerve-wracking and like it and yeah. said the sneeze but i think when you just realized what would happen to you after you got covid you weren't as scared right like because at first there was a lot of fear you know you're hearing a lot of tragedy in the news people are dying so you're like a little worried that if you get it you know but then once you kind of started hearing about people getting it and bouncing back to me personally, I wasn't as scared to be around people because I knew if I get it, you know, I'm relatively healthy and I should be able to f- to fight this off. And I did. Strong so words. I'm sure all of us have got it. Relatively and should. Those are very encouraging <laughs> words. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I know what you're saying. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, I know yeah. you are. But we we overcame, okay. man. We overcame. We hit 2022. Uh, flourished with the live shows and being back in person. Yeah. Um, what happened after that for you and your career as far, as far as just changes? Well, in 2022, I released my first EP in, oh gosh, I want to say a year and a half. Yeah. Congrats. Years. Wow. Damn. Yeah. So I was in this mode of uh, self. Right. And as a matter of fact, at the top of 2022, that was the word that came to me, self and really just focusing on my own personal journey when it came to self-care, self-love, self-reflection, mental health, navigating uh, traumas and all of that stuff. And I created a project where I wanted to show people what my experiences were, uh, but in the form of instrumental music. Right, right. So I released that in June. And I also did like a documentary series where I kind of went into details about the project and just some of the things that I have uh, had to learn to struggle or learn Mm. to navigate right um, in terms of traumas and mental health and just uh, taking better care of myself because I feel as musicians that that's something that is lacking with us like we were so on the go all the time that we don't remember to take care of ourselves first yeah and it's important for us to do that yeah um, because too. we're being pulled in so many different directions and if we don't take the time to like really work on ourselves and to give ourselves the same attention that we give everybody else yeah. then that could be really detrimental sure. to you know our own personal lives so very, very that true. was really my focus in 2022 although it was like trying to balance you know doing that and then being pulled in all these different directions by yeah. so many different people yeah don't get me wrong like i had some amazing experiences and stuff in 2022 but at the same time it was i was like battling constantly like oh my gosh i want to give all these people my attention but also like i still got desiree to yeah exactly to so it was really hard uh to 
push through. I ended up burning out by the end of 2022. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I can't keep doing this. And I think I was also in the state of like still figuring out what my true value was. It's a big one. Wow. And I think that sometimes uh, as musicians, we're so hungry to, you know, get all these opportunities, but then we realize like, do we need to take everything right. that we're offered? Yeah. Right. And yeah. does that devalue who I am as a person? Like, it's has my value changed because I'm going after all these opportunities? So I had to really sit down and be like, you know what? I'm a high value individual. I need to think of myself as a high value individual in terms of who I am and my skill set and what I have to offer and what I bring to the table. And that, you know, the right opportunities will always find you and you don't have to necessarily take everything that's given to you because what you take may not necessarily align with who you are and your vision and the vision that you have. That's spot on and it's uh, great that you kind of have realized that I think a lot of humans in general don't and but when you're talking about specifically taking opportunities that are presented to you and you know as musicians we often have this feast or famine mentality that if you don't take it you know you might lose out on something but a lot of us end up doing things for the look you know not you know and and that's another part of soul-sucking experience as a musician or an artist where you're doing something you get through it and you're like i don't think that was worth the the look you know what i mean and yeah and and understanding your value like you said is is so so important but it but is there any tips based on your experience that you could share with someone that's kind of currently going through it how to navigate or you know work through your traumas and try and take care of yourself as a musician while also trying to do as much as you possibly can. Well, I've had my own personal struggles Yeah. Um, when it had to do with like finances and stuff. Right, and right. being in this lack mentality or yeah. in this poverty mindset. And what I came to understand is that a lot of it was generational. Mm-hmm. And I had to really do the work and figure out like, why do I have this lack mentality? Why do I have this poverty mentality? Right. And I had to trace it back to generations of... Wow. You know, people in my family who had to do whatever it took to make sure that they right. could take care of things. I got you. But I also had to learn that there is a new way of thinking when it comes to value and that I don't have to be in the state of lack or I don't have to be in the state of poverty. And I had to really affirm certain things in my life. Like, I'm a high value individual. Right. Like, I deserve the best of the best and I'm not going to settle for less. And a settle is a big word as well, too, because yep. I found that in generations, there's people who have settled. Absolutely. And they got too comfortable, mm. so they settled. And sometimes settling is uncomfortable. Like, it doesn't make me feel good. Like, I don't feel like this is all that I am deserving of. I'm deserving of much more than this. So I had to learn to reprogram my mind to not think that oh my god i have to take this because i need to put provide or i need to pay my bills or i need to do this i had to really reprogram and say no no you're capable of much more you have the skill set you are valuable and there's people out there that will attract to you because of what you have to offer and certain opportunities will come because of how you see yourself I had to see myself in a different way. I had to see myself as a high-value individual. And when I did that, there were some opportunities that I got 
And I'm like, wow, this yeah. is good. Yeah, but yeah. I had to change the way that I thought oh, about I myself. It. And then also not be desperate for the lack of a better word yeah, for yeah. money. Right. Because right? right. if you see yourself as a high value individual, the the opportunities that you deserve will come and you're that will increase your value. And you kinda have to think in that way. No, absolutely. It's great stuff. Anthony was nodding over there. I thought he oh, had something. Oh, I mean, I always can Sorry, go, yeah. No, there was a lot of <laughs> there was a lot of key words in there. So, I like what you, so basically what I'm hearing is you said self and like defining your value and a part of that for me, from my understanding and my approach really is um, starting off with purpose, like a definite purpose. And I think that's one of the key things before you can probably move on forward with any of the other um, pointers that you mentioned is just understanding who you are, what you want, what you expect from yourself and from others. And right. part of the struggle, yeah. I was also, well, on, on the other, on the flip side, part of the struggle I was hearing um, that I've experienced and seen uh, people experience is battling with staying relevant when you're saying no to opportunities. And that's something that I've seen people fall off definitely because it, I guess there's the, the balance wasn't there. Right. Um, but it does take a lot of courage really and belief in yourself to be able to just say no to things, especially as a musician or any freelance trade. Um, Cause you want to be in right. as, as a musician, you want to be in people's faces all the time. You want people to always be thinking your name, your music, uh, so when you say no to things, yeah. you might be saying no to being in front of you know a couple hundred people at a time. Um, so it's not that easy. It's a lot. And, and then there's the finance part of it, right? So now you got to figure, if I say right. no, not only am I taking myself out of this community for this moment, but also I'm potentially losing some money that could be coming in. So that's a tricky one. Did you have any... Any uh, advice or, I guess, hacks to get around sort of those compelling reasons why you should say yes in times where you had to say no? Uh, well, you know what? I think for me, I had to be firm right. with my rates, okay. yeah. for example. Like, I would have gotten, I've gotten opportunities and they didn't align with right. my rates. And I said, this, I had to treat myself like a business as well, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have to provide, but I also have to treat myself like a business. Yeah. And also, I have to understand my value fully and know, like, this is sure. what it is. Right. And I, I can't bend because once I bend, then they're going to automatically. Bent. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want to have to bend for people. And I just feel like if you have the budget you'll be able to afford what I have. Absolutely. Yeah. And Uh, you have to be confident in that. So yeah, I don't take $200 gigs. Right. I don't take $100 gigs. I don't take $300 gigs because I'm worth more than that. Exactly. And maybe I am not the person that you need. Right. For that particular gig. So you also have to think about it that way. So yes, um, you may want the opportunity, but maybe it's not you they want. Hmm. That's a good way of looking at it. And uh, I think it's really, really important to reiterate just your price is your price and and don't bend on that because the second you start, um, that's when, you know, you you poke a hole in the boat and it starts to sink. You know, one thing I always liked doing was when someone we couldn't meet on price was just like, well, when you're ready, when your budget is ready, you know, we can definitely have the conversation for you to take your, your experience to the next level with us. But like... You know, you don't want to bend on those because 
once you start bending, they think that there's room for negotiations and, you know, a lot of artists fall victim to that just because of the, you know, that yeah. poverty mind state the or lack, that just doing it for whatever. Mm -hmm. You guys ever say, you know what, you can't afford me right now, but here's a number of and pass on a number like that? Uh, I've too. done that. Okay, yeah, I, I was just a jerk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I would say, you know, when you're ready, when you're ready to take, you know, or your yeah, budget yeah. is ready to take your experience to the next level, you know, yeah, give me a I call. A but guy. in the meantime, enjoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know a guy that will definitely be excited for the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Or I mean, I was actually faced with one situation that happened yeah. last year, and I had a company reach out to me from Burlington, and they wanted me to do. Um, an event for Christmas. Yeah. And they wanted me to do three sets of music for 45 minutes. And the pay barely put mm. gas in my car. Wow. wow. And in those situations, I'm kind of like, did you do your research yeah, you on sense? me before you, you hired me? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because then they're thinking that maybe I'm just an amateur and I'm just getting started. Right. But it's right, like, right. no. That's the other part of it too. Because if you are trying to vet people, like, you should probably, like, Take the time to get to know who they are, what they've done. Right, right. Instead of assuming that everybody's yeah. the same. A broke musician. everybody's yeah. going to be okay. And yeah. then, like, I'm desperate for the money because right. I'm really not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and know? that's important. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Playing for food or something. So many times you just, yeah, you're just like, why would I want to do this for free? Or why, like, you think 50 to to $100 is going to cover it? Like, that's crazy. And, like, the justification you hear back from them, it's like, oh, you know, do this do this for me for the look, and, you know, next time I'll get you. It's like, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, I'm not falling for those funny. tricks. Or they're going to give you exposure. Right, <laughs> yes, I don't need your exposure, thank As you. like, oh, I've had funny. enough exposure. I'll um, show you my exposure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, just joking. Someone told me once they were going to record it on Instagram Live, and because they had 10,000 followers, what that would do for me, for um, their fan base to see me. And I was just looking at him like, are you serious? Like, you want to record? Oh, and man. me being on your live is going is to create value? Okay. Okay. And that's those, those exposure. Mm. That exposure is going to turn into dollars. On right. Yeah. And that happens yeah, to a lot of people on festivals. Yeah. And and some of these festivals, a lot of them are are telling you that exact thing. I don't want to say which festivals, but there's been a lot of them where it's like, yeah, I might get in front of ten thousand people, and I guess there is a little bit of value there. But it's like, yeah. I gotta eat, bro, and it costs money to get there, and it costs money yeah, to yeah. you know to to move and operate. So it's like, I need something. Like the look is not going to put money in my yeah, end. Yeah, I guess it depends what stage you're at too. Yeah. Um, and right. one of the good things, right, right. and one of, or one of the impressive things about you, Des, is that you have shaped uh, an impressive online following. Um, yeah, and that is a part of. There's a branding thing that happens, right? So you've positioned. Positioned. Wow, I'm struggling with words. You know, it's my doorbell's <laughs> ringing. That's why I'm really like, shoot, is someone gonna get it, or is uh, it gonna mess up this whole thing right now? But yeah, you've positioned yourself as a brand, and as you mentioned earlier, as a business, um, and you've done really well with that. So I think part of that, as being established as this thing that you are, should make it easier for the opportunities and the right opportunities to connect with you. And some people, I mean based on my experience, I'm sure yours, maybe some people are just looking for, I don't know, a keyboard player or whatever to fill this slot. They're not necessarily coming for you and what you have to offer. They're more thinking of themselves and what they need. And that's probably where the disconnect is. So 
I, I think it is fair to For just sure. educate people on, you know, this is who I am, this is what I do, this is what I bring to the table. And if you aren't looking for that or ready for that, then that's okay. Um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to throw that in there. Um, no, it's great yeah, points. Yeah, no, I think it's important because I think I made a post about this um, a couple days ago about um, not just seeing yourself as a player, but as a business, as a brand. Right. And I think it's important for musicians to see themselves as more than just a musician. It's really, and, it's imperative for success. Yeah. Yeah, if you really are serious about your career in music, like you have to position yourself like a business, like a brand, and because there's so many musicians out here, right? Who are exactly, fighting to be seen and fighting for those opportunities. But if you position yourself correctly, you can stand out in the crowd. True. Like, what do you represent? Who yeah. are you as a musician? And right. like Anthony said earlier, like you need to know who you are, right? As a musician, right? Like. Know I've yourself, seen, fam. Mm-hmm. Know yourself. <laughs> right? Uh, I've seen a lot of copycats. Mm, yeah, yeah. And everybody's just fighting to be like this person. Or oh, I want to sound like sure. this. I want to sound like this. And yeah. I remember when I entered the industry, I said, I don't want to sound like anybody. I want to sound right. like me. Yeah, yeah. And I built and worked to figure out what my sound was and who Desiree D actually is. Yeah. Yeah. I had to work and work on that. And really position myself in a way where I stand out. Right, right. I mean, I already stand out because I'm black. Yeah. I already stand out because I'm a woman. Yeah. And I stand out because I'm a musician. So right, I right. kind of already had that, but I also had to elevate that as well. Like, yes, I have those things, but what else do yep. you do? Yeah, And yeah. I had to build my online presence. Like, I had to be a content creator as well, because not a lot of musicians are content creators. True. Right. Not yeah. And then right? I have the advantage of being yeah. a yeah. Not, not, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And then I have the added, I'm a teacher as well, too. So even if I don't get gigs, I teach as well. Right. right. So I had to, you know, be multi diverse. Yeah. As a musician as well, too. And I think that's the other part of where this lack and poverty mentality comes is because they only have the fact that they're a musician. Right. So they're not multifaceted. So I think One it's also stream. important to be multifaceted. Yep. Yeah. You play an instrument, offer lessons. Yeah. Yeah. Post content. Right. Sell courses. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, so yeah. you have to be multi-diverse. You have to have multiple streams of income coming in, not just yeah. relying on the one musician income as well. And all the successful musicians are doing exactly what you're doing. I know I'm thinking of five off the top of my head already that just have multiple revenue streams, multiple uh, opportunities. So if one does dry up for a little bit, you know, they can depend on the other two, three or four streams that they've got going on. And that to me is the, the, a great blueprint for success for artists and just, kind of also just navigating the mindset like you said of the poverty mindset but not only that but the idea of what success means like it doesn't have to be millions of dollars and fame it could be i can provide i can pay all my bills and i can live comfortably that's a success because you could be doing that in a factory or you could be doing that doing some other crappy job but if you're able to do all that you could do if you were working at crappy job as a musician, to me, you're a huge success. Do you know what I mean? True. I like that. 
and we've talked about success over the years and different, yeah, for I guess, sure. uh, what it means to different people. But I think that's it. Like you just nailed it there. It's basically just freedom, the flex- flexibility to be doing what you love to do. Yeah. Um, again, maybe back to what your purpose is to do, um, and still have time and everything else that you need, um, to live a good life. So yeah, that's, that's it right there. That's that's the dream. That's the musician's dream. You can let go of celebrity <laughs> yeah, and all yeah. the other things that might come along the way. And I think it's really just living that wholesome life, doing what you love to do. So that's that's great. Um, and we couldn't let you leave here without shouting out your socials and letting people know where to find you. So please do. Or if you have anything coming up, that, please that. promote. Absolutely. Promote thyself, fam. <laughs> well, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, for starters, I have a upcoming show for Black History Month coming up. Nice. So I started curating my own shows last year, something that I has been on my heart to do. And just to really showcase all the amazing talent that we have in Toronto and yep. to really give independent artists a platform. Because, I mean, there are platforms, but those platforms are very selective. Right. And uh, I, there's so much talent here. And I just want to give people an opportunity to showcase their talent. So I decided to put on a Black History Month uh, show. Uh, It's called Black Power, Mm. celebrating uh, Canadian Black talent. And that's happening next Friday, actually, uh, February the 16th um, at The Bunker. All the information is on my uh, socials. Um, And then I have another show coming up on March the 1st, just in time for International Women's Month. Beautiful. Um, I'm going to be opening for Dominique Grant. Uh, She's having an event um, on March the 1st um, as well. Uh, And then this weekend, I'm playing with the University of Toronto Gospel Choir. Nice. So we've got a Black History Month coming performance coming up for that this Saturday. uh, And that's happening at 7 p.m. at the Isabel Batter Theater. And there's also details on my socials. Which are? And if you you want (laughs) all these um, details, you can follow me on all social media platforms at Desiree D Music. And of course, you can type in Desiree D on Google and everything will come up. Music, just Google me. Everything is there. 